Hey guys, what's happening? Today is Wednesday. It is October 11th and we're getting ready to go here and uh, looking forward to, I don't know what's going to happen. Today. I mean, yesterday was just a completely organic, unorganized, uh, fun show. And uh, who knows, maybe today will be a little bit more organized. We'll see how things go. I don't know. Uh, it all will just happen live. So I want to start off by saying some thanks to some of our great sponsors. I'll start with Seven Mile Casino. Alex, I got to press Browner on the... Uh, on the, you know, the sign right over here because they've got that new logo and they're mm -hmm. like, hello, hello. Can you like change out the logo? And I'm like, yeah, it's it, see, there it is. right Why there. don't you just take it down, mm -hmm. leave that one permanent and just have the other ones alternate. That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. You're welcome. It's not, it's not a great idea either, by the way. I, was, I said it wasn't a bad idea. I didn't say it was a brilliant idea. I think it's a personally one of my best. Yeah, I got to figure out like if I like the wall. Anyway, Seven Mile <laughs> Casino is the place to go. All right. If you want to play blackjack and poker and other table games, if you want to watch football games on all their monitors, if you want to have incredible food at Sammy's Restaurant Bar, um, I'm telling you, I was just talking to a buddy of mine. I'm like, let's go down to Seven Mile Casino and let's get that Kung Pao Chicken Jack. Anyway, Seven Mile Casino, their website, sevenmilecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Speaking of gambling, uh, our friends at BetUS, um, I know that tomorrow or maybe Friday it is, we'll talk to Junior Brown, their handicapper. But I am telling you right now, I'm super impressed. Listen, maybe I made a mistake, all right? Maybe I shouldn't have tried to sell expensive e-bikes on the show. When it comes to mushrooms or weed or gambling or playing cards, well, you guys love it. And I don't blame you. So BetUS has just been a big hit. BetUS.com, 1-800-MY-BETUS. You know the best part of BetUS? It's not just that you can play NFL games or college games or whatever. You can do this. But my favorite part is the user interface. Like, I'm really geeked out on all this, you know, UI, UX kind of stuff. And so I'm really into that. And I think their, their platform is so easy to use. Even big dummies like me can figure it out. BetUS, 1-800-MY-BETUS. And then lastly, let me just mention our friends over at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Uh, hey, Charlie and Dougie. And everybody, Tony and everybody over there, um, shouting you guys out. And you know, I've become like, I now I'm like Instagram friends with like a lot of the bud tenders, you know, and, and we DM and stuff. And what do we talk about sports? Cause you know, there one guy's a bears fan and one guy's a Packers fan. And, um, and you know, people want to talk about baseball and Hey, I'm here for it all day, every day. So, um, if you want use our promo code amazing and you'll save 20% on Tory holistics products, California holistics products, same company. Um, California's down in Chula Vista. Tori's up here in North County in Sorrento Valley. Go talk to the bud tenders. Don't be intimidated. Ask your questions. All questions are good questions. And then take advantage of that 20% offer right there. Plus, by the way, I'll just say one last thing. Whatever it is you like, carts, gummies, flowers, pre-rolls, whatever it is that you like, okay? Tinctures. They always have this stash of like sale products. I don't know why they're in there. They're always, I mean, they're, it's like they're great products. I don't know. Maybe there's only a couple boxes left, so they just put them in a sale sales side. Ask them what their sales are. Okay. And use our promo code amazing. You'll save 20%. All right, let's get going. Let's start the show. Hey, great friends. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. And feeling good today, feeling fresh, uh, feeling excited, feeling ready, ready to go. 
and uh, probably feeling so good because, you know, a lot of people yesterday, guys, and I know everybody, hey, I'll just say what's up. Everybody who's just joining us on radio right now on 1090, everybody who's getting with us tonight on television between 7 and 8, that's right, they put us on in prime time on Channel 4 San Diego. Mm. All of our YouTube viewers and live chatters and to uh, all of our uh, people who are listening on audio podcast. What's going on, everybody? I got a lot of love yesterday, fellas, for the segment that we all talked about my dad yesterday. And I told mm -hmm. the story about him uh, playing pickleball down in Boca del Vista phase four and in the middle of the pickleball game going, Ooh, I don't feel right. Something don't feel right here. And uh, took him to the hospital and he had this thing called like VT or VTech. Anyway, Bottom line is VTech. I don't think that's it, dude. You don't think that's what it's called? <laughs> I think VTech is what car is what like Hondas put in their car when they go want to yeah. get Fast and the Furious. You sure about yeah. that, dog? I'm pretty sure it's called VTech, dude. I think it's called VTech, man. V is that like a is that like some souped up gasoline you get? Like it sounds cool and then you pay more. No, that, by the way, Chevron, that's Chevron with Techron. Oh, okay. Hey, by the way, <laughs> Chevron with Techron. Hey, yesterday I that's um stuff. yesterday I got gas. For under five dollars. All right, we're getting back. We're getting yep. back. Costco, yeah. Palomar Airport Road. Let's go, Brandon. Dude, I still don't have my car back. I'm supposed to get it back on Friday from the. Oh my god! Oh, dude, don't even get me started. But so we've been using the mother-in-law's car that mm -hmm. she left here. Mm -hmm. She has a Prius. Mm -hmm. Boy, I tell you, I have I have no idea what gas costs because I put gas like a month ago. It still has gas in it, dude. <laughs> and it's nice. <laughs> it's <laughs> wild, man. It's freaking. And I filled it up. Cause like I just went, I scanned the card, like put the thing in, and went to the inside to get like a Gatorade or something. I have no idea how much I paid, but I know like I haven't filled up in like honestly like three weeks. Them Prius is wow. people make fun of them Prius is what, but you can fill a Prius up for thirty six dollars. It's honestly I, making me contemplate trading in my car to get like some sort of hybrid, dude, something. Dude, I loved it when I had a Prius, and you know everybody laughed at me, everybody made fun of me, and then and then by the way, I got a Prius. And then I convinced by just by radio commercials at the time, I convinced Ernie Hahn, shout out to E Hahn, and Hank Bauer, shout out to the Hammer. God, we haven't spoken to him in ages. I I literally convinced or shamed both of those guys into getting Priuses, and all three of us were like, "God, I love this car." But yeah. everybody made fun of me forever, and I loved yeah. it, man. Who cares? My biggest issue with it is being in a bigger car. And now going to a Prius, I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm like riding yeah. in that thing, I'm mm -hmm. like, this is a this is a toy car. Yeah. Like right. if I if I get an accident, I'm toast. Well, like I see people in those little tiny mini thingies. Oh, oh I can't I can't do. That. And I'm the, like, bro, the, why don't the, you just get the, a golf cart? Yeah. The two passenger ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those that. Bro, get a golf cart. Seriously. You might as well ride a motorcycle. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so a lot of people yesterday hitting me up. Um, shout out to uh, to Neil who. Uh, you know, I saw Neil last night, Neil Umsheld, if I say his name right. <laughs> I saw Big Neil yesterday mm -hmm. um, out in uh, his his spot. I think it's San Dimas. Simi Valley? Oh. San Dimas. I always yeah. screw that up, you know, and I call it Simi Valley, and he's like, no, nah, bro, it's San Dimas. I'm like, San yeah. Dimas. I grew up going to San Dimas, Raging Waters, Water Park. Oh, really? Isn't yeah. San Dimas where uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures happened? San Dimas doesn't that no sound idea. does that sound right no okay anyway I have no idea I just don't know okay maybe I'm right but I thought you'd know now that you don't I'm just going to assume I'm right Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and uh not Simi Valley San Dimas 
So I saw Neil yesterday. I heard from Louie. I had a uh, Anthony. Just a, you know, all the great friends. Everybody knows those names. Um, I got lots of messages from you guys about this whole my father situation yesterday. So I told the story. He's playing pickleball. He feels short of breath. They rush him to the hospital. Every doctor there tells him, you know what? You're lucky to be alive. You're lucky to be alive. I mean, yeah, let's, I mean, if that's really the case, if it was that dire, yeah, freaking lucky. Yeah. Right. And then this morning, this is down in Delray beach, darling. All right. Florida, Browner, mm -hmm. Florida. That's Get right. Out. So yeah. I'm willing to assume that his doctors are very familiar with this procedure in that area of the state. Oh, right. I'm guessing yeah. that the doctor is like putting like, gas in the car for right. them. This is an oil change, right. buddy. That's <laughs> yeah. all this is. Okay. This isn't, this isn't a transmission overhaul. Right. All right. This is this just a little engine oil rebuild. Change. Yeah. No, just a little yeah. oil change, but put mm -hmm. it this way. This surgery that my father had, I think is so common that Browner could have watched a YouTube video and performed it himself. Bang. Cause you already know, I love to work with my hands. All I needed, I watched a video two times. I could do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus if you took some mushroom life products for focus and concentration and brain power, oh. what? forget what? about it. One time I need to watch the video. I got it. So mm -hmm. my dad, uh, this is right before we hit the air. And again, Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. My dad appreciated it. You know, he listens every day. He's usually in the YouTube chat. So um, is the true is the rumor true that he asked the doctor to have our show playing during the surgery? Um, that wasn't the rumor I thought you were going to ask me about. Oh. But what's the um, rumor? I thought you were asking me if the rumor was true that he asked for a penile enlargement while he was under anesthesia. Wouldn't do that to your father. Well, I thought so, that was the what? rumor, though. I, oh. It wasn't my story. I thought it was the mm -hmm. rumor. Was I was right. just saying, he's such a dedicated listener to the show. I thought he would ask the doctor to do that, you know? Yeah, right. Play the show while I'm in surgery. Yeah. Go while under, under listening to Browner's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you got jokes, Browner? Because <laughs> my, father, my father and I FaceTimed, and he's like, he's like all under anesthesia. He's like, I'm all right. I'm a little groggy. He was, but freaking Browner was hilarious yesterday <laughs> oh look look alex has a picture look oh look at this browner i i took a picture of a facetime there's my old man he didn't even look bad he looks good no, it looks great he looks fine it's yeah. comfortable yeah he looks mm -hmm. fine nice so it went well i, I guess man i mean you know they, I mean, he's they, good enough to facetime yeah he's 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 got one of those things now called a defibrillator Mm -hmm. And God forbid, should this event ever happen where the electrical circuits of the heart don't perform their job, uh, the thing, the little device goes bing and it makes the heart go dum 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 dum. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. At so least that's like, my understanding of how it works. You know how when you watch TV commercials and there's like all these pills and they're like, they tell you how great it is. And in the final 10 seconds, it's like, it's going to be boom, boom, boom. You could die. You could do this. You could do this. You could right. do this. You're right. going like, to experience what are nausea. Booty. Right. You, will, you will experience erectile dysfunction. Yeah. But hey, you gave up smoking, you know? Right. right. So what is, are there like significant side effects or warnings? Like stay away from lightning storms, you know? Like what are, what are, the, what are the things? Like don't ride monorails. Yeah. I'm just these asking, are all good like, questions. Yeah. You know, these, these are solid questions because you also have to remember that this is a man who has a prosthetic right shoulder. Mm. So that is a, that's an, a really strange mm. and, and rare-ish kind of surgery, like hip replacements, knee replacements. That happens mm -hmm. all the time. Shoulder socket, full-blown replacement. Never heard of that. By the way, had it. He'd be like, hey, throw the ball over here. He, he'd go like this. He, <laughs> dude, guy got like no Stiff. use at all of the yeah. whole right side of his body. So now playing pickleball, lefty, lefty. Was a righty his whole life, lefty mm. now. Learn you that know? backhand. Oh, yeah. yeah.
My dog about yeah. to be a robot out here, man. Yeah. Stay away from Tesla's electric. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. He, I just have to see him walking by Tesla's and like doors <laughs> opening automatically, you know, because the defibrillator <laughs> just sends the signal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the doc's like, do you own a Tesla? Because you don't need that card to start your car anymore. You just got to go in there now. Yeah. Let's take a deep know. breath. Yeah. Well, hey, dad, I know you're probably watching today and, and listening today. And shout, uh, out. shout out to you, man. And, um, God, I don't know, man. Like, I'm feeling a little guilty. Like, should I have been there? Should I be standing there right now? Is FaceTime an adequate amount of, of, uh, of, of interpersonal communication? Or Is your sister or, there? My sister was, was down there this weekend. She lives in Tampa, so it's like a four-hour drive. But mm -hmm. just, I don't know how, but by chance, she was down in South Florida this weekend. And so, uh, so she was, was she there, there to today? help. No, she's long gone. Oh, she back Then that's okay. That's okay yeah. then, I guess. Cause that's the, yeah, that's, I don't know how, like, I just feel like that sibling rivalry. I don't know if that mm -hmm. still exists when you're your age at that point, it mm -hmm. doesn't really exist for me anymore. But you know, if, if I, if my sisters are at my mom's surgery and I'm not, that makes mm -hmm. going to make me feel like a dick, you know, that's mm -hmm. going to make me feel like a total a-hole. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if your sister was there, would that add to that guilt? No, she's, um, back to work. And so she has kind of let me off the hook. She's not making me look bad. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, all right. So we're just underway. We're just getting going again. Shout out and thanks to everybody who, uh, who hit me up yesterday. Really appreciated that. Um, and, uh, and great to see one of our great friends come by to a, uh, to a promotion that happened, you know, with, with the LA radio station with 710. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. We had a good time yesterday. I don't know if you guys caught any of this or saw any of this on social media yesterday afternoon. <laughs> these freaking guys tell me, Hey, uh, we need you to, to go to Covina and we need you to do a radio broadcast at a seven 11 Covina or <laughs> West Covina Covina. I'm Got talking it. like bars on the windows and I'm mm -hmm. buying my lottery tickets here, Jack. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wait a second. You guys want me to do a broadcast from a seven 11. I'm just thinking back and I'm like, where are some of the more bizarre places that you would never think to be doing broadcast from? 7-Eleven doesn't qualify as that strange, frankly. You know, you put a couple of sponsors together. In this case, yesterday it was like 7-Eleven and Bud Light and the free Rams. Slurpees? Mm -hmm. uh, free oh. Slurpees. Yeah, it was free Slurpees too. You got the Rams there? Um, so you know who's there to be like the Rams representative? Uh, Puka? Not Puka. Ah, not Puka. No, Cooper? Not Cooper. Too not rich, not, huh? not too Browner's rich. dog. Not that, now mm -hmm. that's Browner's dog right there, Cooper Cup. That's <laughs> too rich. He said too rich. Yeah, I too, can keep paying for his own Slurpees now. Yeah, yeah. yeah too rich <laughs> to be at a 7-Eleven. Yeah. So, um, so too, no. Too, too well. Not too, too out well. I, I, how about if okay. I give you guys a, a hint here? You ready? Yeah. Uh, a, a former Ram. Oh. Uh, Marshall Falk. Okay, no. Marshall Falk wouldn't be caught dead at a 7-Eleven. He Bruce. wouldn't talk to us. Not oh, Isaac yeah. Bruce. Tory Holt. Nope. You guys are in no. Okay. Too high up? There's a uh, lot of former Rams. How about, how about this? Right. I'll give you more hint. You ready? Uh, Eric Dickerson. No. Good guess. Um, works for the other radio station in LA. Oh, my bad. Uh, it's all right. Um, recently, re really re re recently retired. Recently <laughs> retired. Ram. Okay. And now has a large media profile. Ah, DeMar I know who. DeMarco Farr. Not DeMarco Farr. Marcellus Wiley. He's not, not recently Marcellus Wiley, retired, not Ram. dude. Who? Uh, DeMarco Farr. No, DeMarco Farr's not I said retired. that already. Right. I, know, he said, he's I saying, said he's not recently retired. Right. What an angel uh, of a guy, by the way. I, I'd say one thing. 
DeMarco Farr, of all the people I've I've ever worked with after Billy Ray, he's the guy who reminds me most of Billy Ray because he's a defensive lineman who's kind of a nerd. You know, like he he uh, he he was the vice president, not the president, the vice president of the mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons Club in high school. Shout out. Ah. You know, so, so he I'm must like, love Stranger Things then. I don't know. I'll ask him. I'm sure he does. I'll be or, or or hates it because he thinks it's inaccurate. It right, true. Uh, so it's Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. So Andrew Whitworth, guys. The tackle? Yeah, he's a monster. He's on Amazon. Dude. He's on Thursday Night Football broadcast. Yeah. When you said large media presence, I knew exactly right away. Why yeah. is he at 7 Eleven? Because he works for the Rams, and the Rams have a relationship with Bud Light, and Bud Light has a relationship with Xiaomi Leon. And 710, the radio station, has a relationship with, with the Rams. So when you put those four well, partners together, they I, say, okay, I, well, wait a second. We got we for us to have our afternoon drive radio show show up. What are you guys doing? Well, we're bringing Big Wit. Okay, Big Wit, 710, 711, Bud Light. Okay. Did you got shotgun beers. I didn't, but well, some first people. First of did. all, it takes four checks to get Wit to show up. That's pretty impressive because that ain't for free. I'm not just showing up at no 711 because no, no. somebody asked me. No, In Big Wit is a he's a brand right. ambassador. By the way, he probably lives two and a half hours away. You mm. know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's only 10 miles. So. <laughs> true <laughs> but let me tell you guys something andrew whitworth i mean when i when he was a player he's obviously a really big guy and i'd mm-hmm. been on the sidelines for many rams games meaning you know being on the broadcast and stuff dude he's a monster like in real life in street clothes like in a like real life environment he looks like you know in game of thrones when those those they had those big giants that were so much bigger than everybody yeah um andrew whitworth looks like one of those giants from Game of yeah. Thrones because he's six, seven, six, eight, and he's 300 ish. But, but when you're 300 at six, eight, dude, you could probably play basketball. He's not like fat in any way. There's just like, there's no like big belly of I'm, I'm three thirty, but 45 pounds of it is my gut. And if I got done playing football and I just went back to a regular diet and I got back down to 250 pounds, I'd look like a normal guy. Andrew Whitworth is walking around at 300 pounds, looking lean and mean. And a great dude, man. Really good yeah. guy. He was always good when we were the Rams affiliate. He was always a great interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a really good guy. And I'll tell you what he did was he sat outside of 7-Eleven. He signed autographs for about, I don't know, everybody who was there. People showed up with big pictures of him, you know, and 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 autograph cards. I mean, people showed up. Yeah. Like, like wow. I was really Did Ryan surprised. Fitzpatrick show up with a bag of stuff? He did not, Mm. but I didn't even think of this. Whitworth wore number 77 when he played for the Rams. Mm -hmm. And we were at 7-Eleven and seven times 11 is 77. (laughs) I had never put that together. I would never put something like that together, right? Okay. Who did it for you? But here's Whitworth did. Here's what happened. So Whitworth gets done signing all these autographs. Then he uh, comes over and he hangs out with us for 15 minutes, right? Then he goes um, into the store. And he's behind the counter. And bro, there's a line of people in the store. They want Slurpees. They want freaking, <laughs> you know, hot dogs. They were like doing dollar slices hot dogs. of pizza. Yes. They were doing slices of pizza for like a buck. Right. Yeah. So Whitworth is behind the counter and every person that's coming up, he's shaking their hand. He's signing their autograph and then he's checking them out. Like he's the, and I say to the guys who work at seven 11, cause now they send me into the store with a microphone. I'm like, Hey guys, You see what Whitworth's doing here? Every person that comes in, he shakes their hand. How's your day, right? Signs an autograph. I go, when he's not here, this is the way you guys should treat all customers, you know? 
And they were like, what, what are you talking about, bro? And I'm like, ah, whatever. Dude, this, this place was jam-packed. And Whitworth, I go, Whit, I go, can you, do you know how to use the lottery machine? Because I think there's a big lottery drawing coming up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I haven't learned that yet. It's my first day. And then he went through the whole thing. Wow, Big Wit is doing the checkout at 7-Eleven. He's like, well, don't you see? Seven times 11 is 77. And that was my number. When I, yeah. I was like, man, I didn't get that. Man, you just connected all the dots. <laughs> right. Big Wit. Where'd Big Wit be did, smart, boy? Did Wit, did Wit go to Harvard? Um, oh, I don't oh, I we know. I, I feel like he we went know. to Georgia, maybe. Or I feel he's like an SEC guy. Georgia, Tennessee, LSU. LSU. Gosh, man. Mm. Close, man. He's on the set with a Stanford guy and a Harvard guy. He went to LSU. He didn't study. He he's smart, dude. No, I'm not saying he's not. But I'm saying he yeah. didn't study. Well, he didn't need LSU. to. Yeah, he played. That's that's the old. Uh, who said I didn't? I didn't go to college to to play school. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Fo- yeah, I can't remember who said that. I've heard it. I've to- heard it. I can't remember who said it. I didn't come to college to play school. Oh, oh man. my god, that's so funny. Yeah. That is really funny. So anyway, uh, yesterday, you know, getting through the whole dad thing and then having to schlep to Covina and then having to do a live broadcast at a 7-Eleven, which who knew was going to turn oh. into like this magical afternoon. Of course. Um, who? Ohio who State it? quarterback, Cardell Jones. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my. Of all yeah, people. That guy. <laughs> we ain't come to play school. Oh, yeah. school. That guy. Why? His tweet was, why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. That's awesome. Remember <laughs> exactly. that guy? Remember his career? Like he was a backup quarterback at Ohio State for some reason. I don't remember why I had to get into, I think, the national championship game, like the Sugar Bowl, and yeah. then led Ohio State to that win. And like by uh-huh. the next year, because of one game, everybody's like, this started. guy, he's the guy. He mm-hmm. He's the guy. I'm him. Yep. Backup quarterback at the Chargers, first year in LA, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. A little trivia yeah. for you. Who drafted him? That's another piece of trivia. I don't remember oh. who drafted him, but I feel like he kind of shot up the draft boards, even though his next year wasn't very good, right? Uh, but he was—was was he a low round pick? Because because the yeah, next mid round things, things didn't go well for him the next year. He was like the star of college football going in because of one game, and then the next year, mm-hmm. I he might even been benched the next year. Uh, drafted by the Bills. Yeah, played was on the Chargers for two years. Practice squad for the Seahawks, and is now. DC Defenders, Edmonton Elks, and Massachusetts Pirates is where he played last. Yeah, he's he's kind of done. It didn't yeah. work out so well for him. You know who yeah. I did run into yesterday, though? You're a big SC fan, Alex. Remember mm. a defensive lineman by the name of Sean Cody? Sounds this familiar. Is, this, is the, yeah. this is back 2001. This is early days of Pete Carroll and Reggie Bush and you know that whole That's squad. And he was an guy? All-American. What's that? Big guy? Big guy. White guy? Said? Uh, I think he's white. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I was with him all day yesterday. I was looking at him like, are you white? Are you black? Are you Hispanic? Are you Samoan? Yeah. Like, I I don't know. He's just a big dude. And he's the uh, color commentator for USC football now. Oh. And he's got this pizza shop in Covina. Hmm. So they called us and they said, why don't you guys come to the pizza shop before you go do this 7-Eleven thing? We went in there and they made pizzas and they had a brewery. Um, I got to think of the name of the brewery. I'll get, I'll figure it out. And um, drank beers and ate pizza before we went over and did the radio broadcast. So SC went to SC. He went so he from that area went to SC, all American at SC, drafted by the Detroit Lions, played for the Lions, played for the Texans, and he said that he was telling me the story yesterday that he was like the veteran defensive lineman when they drafted JJ Watt and he was the JJ Watt mentor like Billy Ray was to Junior Seau. Got it. Yeah. That was a cool cool afternoon. 
Very LA cap of you yesterday. Very LA. Very cap. LA. Very, Very LA nice. cap. Did you get some tacos on your way home? I did not, but I and that's because I took extra pizza for the ride home. Mm. The pizza was bomb. Got it. You know. All right, we're just getting going. Whoever knows how things are going to go on this show, right? But <laughs> uh, listen, let let's jump into some NFL football because Aaron Rodgers yesterday put out a challenge. I want to get to that. And uh, Charger fans slash haters want to know if Austin Eckler is coming back. We'll get to that story coming up and a whole bunch of stuff. And by the way, Bruce Bochy, I'm going to get to Bruce Bochy today. I mean, wow, man. Amazing. Stick around. We're just getting rolling. We're in the seven mile casino studios. This is Kaplan and crew. Hey, great friends. It is Wednesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. And I said I wanted to jump into some NFL football here. So let's do that. Uh, Grande, Brown Man, mm -hmm. our weekly visit with Eric Williams from foxsports.com. Our NFL insider is standing by. Eric, good afternoon. How are you, sir? What's up, fellas? I'm, I'm doing great. Looking forward to Another good week after watching uh, last week's uh, results. Well, you uh, you told us before we came on air, you were at that Cowboys 49ers game. And I kind of thought maybe, look, I looked at their two schedules and I was like, all right, they didn't really beat anybody great. I don't even know if there, was any, if there is anybody for them to beat that's great. But I thought, you know what, Dallas, they had that one hiccup against Arizona. I'm calling for the upset. Man, I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> Dallas, you know, week one, everybody's like, Dallas is so great. Look what they did to the Giants. Well, guess what? Week five, we know the Giants stink. Yeah. And now I kind of think the Cowboys aren't very good either. Eric, what is your evaluation of Dallas after seeing that game? Yeah, I don't think Dallas is awful, but I do feel like they were, they were obviously not as good as people thought they were, you know, based on who they had played in the past, as you mentioned um, you know, the Giants aren't any good. The Jets, no, they're not any good. Um, and I, the Patriots are awful this year. Hard. So, you know, and, and they lose to the Cardinals, who I think are probably better than maybe people expected uh, going into this season. So when you look at their, uh, you know, their schedule, they didn't really play anybody. And, and then, you know, the 49ers are a juggernaut right now. I mean, they're 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 clicking on all cylinders. They're, they're playing dominant football on offense and defense. And the one thing I wrote about today is the physicality uh, when you watch them. To me, it's similar to when I covered the Seahawks a, a decade ago with the Legion of Boom and how they're running around and just and just killing people on defense. <laughs> I don't know what other way to say it. I mean, they're just lighting people up. They own the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. They have explosive playmakers on both sides of the football that can change the trajectory of the game by on one play. And they're just playing with a swagger and a confidence right now that, um, that to me, makes makes them hard to beat. Yeah, and, they, you know, you mentioned their, their physicality. On defense, there's a kid named Fred Warner, and he's like a two-time All-Pro linebacker. I'm not telling – I say a kid like as if people aren't have never heard of him before. Mm -hmm. But that's a guy from San Diego County, yep. played his high school mm -hmm. ball in North County, San Diego, mm -hmm. did not play – like I don't remember exactly – I can't remember where he went to college, but it wasn't like SC or – you know, Oregon, I don't, I'll find out. BYU. Be, oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, what a player this guy's become. And I always love to follow guys locally. Alex and Brown are always giving me a hard time about it, but I love to, to follow these kinds of guys in their careers from high school all the way through. 
what a player that guy is. He seems to be like the physical leader of that defense. No doubt. And I feel like he should be in the conversation for defensive player of the year with the way that he's playing and what he means to that defense. Whenever they need a game-changing play, usually it's Fred Warner that comes up with it. Um, the last time a linebacker won defensive player of the year was Luke Keekley a decade ago. Yeah, um, I think he has a chance to do it. I don't know if he's going to put up the numbers in terms of you know sacks and, and tackles um, and takeaways to, to be in that conversation because usually it's an edge rusher. That, that is in that conversation for defensive play of the year. But I definitely feel like uh, he should be in consideration of it. You know, obviously Nick Bosa won it last year. Um, you know, Fred is 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 important to that defense if they're going to, you know, go where they want to go at the end of the year. What yeah. about the offensive MVP, Christian McCaffrey? Can he break the quarterback streak? I think he has a chance, but I think he has to watch out for that guy that's quarterback on his team, Brock Purdy. Oh, Four tugs, goodness. no interceptions. The system quarterback continues to just go out there and and make quick work of, of of anybody that's you know in his way. Cowboys supposedly had the best defense that he was going to face, and uh, you know he, he did pretty much whatever he wanted in that game. It's the different dudes too. I think that's and look, I'm sure someone's going to start yelling about the system, but I mean it's the different dudes every week. You know, McCaffrey four touchdowns one week, Kittle three touchdowns the next, Debo mm -hmm. two touchdowns here, Ayuk week one and two. Like it's been different dudes stepping up for the Niners. And I think that's what's scary for everybody else in the NFC. It's not just one guy as much as McCaffrey's been dominant. Right. It's like a bunch of dudes. I will agree with Browner on this. I think McCaffrey sets the table for everybody else. I think defenses are so concerned about what McCaffrey's going to do, either as a runner or a pass catcher. He's able to get other people freed up. And when you look at that flea flicker, the reason that Kittle was so wide open is Dallas was so concerned about McCaffrey. Everybody sucked up and Kittle just ran by everybody for a wide open touchdown. So I will say that I, I think McCaffrey kind of sets the table for everybody else. But, you know, again, give Purdy, you know, his respect. He's putting the, the ball on time. Uh, when he does get pressure, he's able to maneuver and get to his second or third read. And again, he's, he's, he's deadly accurate. First of all, I think, the question should be, is it possible for a head coach to be offensive MVP of the league? <laughs> because these guys are open, open. Like, yeah. these are open NFL windows that are not supposed to exist. And you look in when Purdy throws these balls. Again, I give him credit for this. You're right. He's on time. He knows where to throw the ball. And he knows how to throw the ball. Yep. Now, where to throw it, I give credit to Kyle Shanahan. How to throw it, I give credit to Brock Purdy. I can't take away what he's doing because he's making the throws and you get credit for that. But these dudes are what they're college open. You, you don't see this everywhere. Right, Patrick, but it, Mahomes aren't, Patrick Mahomes isn't throwing to windows that wide open. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just watch Travis I, I, Kelsey be very wide open on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think Andy yeah. Reid does a great job of scheming guys open too. So Andy very Mahomes, good as well. Mahomes has some, some gimme throws as well. I will say that Brock Purdy made some big boy throws over the middle in tight windows to Iuke where he put it right on him uh, and, and actually gave him a chance to get down so he didn't get smacked. And so I think, again, that's one of the subtle nuances of Purdy's game is not only does he hit guys where he needs they need to be hit, but he also gives them a chance to make a move after the play or protect themselves. So, um, you know, again, I think his I think his accuracy is special. So we're talking to Eric Williams, our NFL insider. He works for Fox Sports and uh, and really specializes in the NFC West and the AFC West. 
But Eric, I think this whole thing about Purdy, this is just my own opinion. You know how like if a guy is a third string quarterback and he's the last pick in the draft and he gets called into action, you're kind of like, oh my God, I'm playing in the NFL. I don't know what to do. I just feel like from the very first moment that guy went on the field, he was like, yeah, I've been a quarterback my whole life and I don't like sitting around over here and watching. And you know what? Being on the field and having a chance to do this, this is what I'm about. I just, I never saw, this is my own observation. I never saw fear. I saw confidence from the beginning. So I don't want to take anything away from the guy, the guy, because how many games is it now in a row? What is it like 10, 12 games? He's undefeated in his career so far. In games that he started and finished. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's 10 regular season games that he's won with, without a, without a loss. Um, and again, no interceptions this year through five games. And, you know, that's despite what, what Shanahan's doing it, you still have to go out there and execute. That's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, listen, we sat here and complained and bitched all year long about the Padres making $35 million a year and nobody could hit with runners in scoring position. So we beat up on those guys. We got to give credit where credit is due and the numbers. I mean, listen, we can tell you, everybody can talk about how great of a coach Kyle Shanahan is, but yeah. dude's got to go out and do it. It's also like, I, it's football, you know, like we can't like crap all over Zach Wilson for not being in a good situation. And then like, just cause Purdy got lucky into being that situation. Like it's just football. Like not everybody gets, you know, lucky in that situation where like the, if a great quarterback goes to a terrible team, he may never be a great quarterback. Well, we don't know. Like we had this a, conversation yesterday. Conversation yesterday was this. If Patrick Mahomes would have been drafted to the bears, would yeah, we even know who Patrick Mahomes is? No, yeah. no, yeah. no, you wouldn't. It's just football, man. It's unfortunate. <laughs> and that's why I think genuinely now, and I know it's a whole different conversation, but it's going to get close as, as Caleb Williams ascension continues and this whole NIL money thing happens. Like, why do I want to go to a crap organization? If I'm making $10 million a year at college, like why not control my own destiny and wait it out like that's this thing that like i think it's new but i think it's going to be a real conversation specifically for quarterbacks going forward i'll push back a little bit i think if you're good you're good i think there's a range of how good you can be based on the coaching staff and if you hit the jackpot and you're coached by one of the best to ever do it like andy reed or kyle shanahan or sean McVay, obviously it's gonna it's gonna put you in a different stratosphere in terms of your play and your numbers but let's let's not let's not get it twisted if Patrick Mahomes yeah. played for the Bears he would be good I but mean, the, I mean, my 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 thing is like but with the history and with the the disaster that's been the Bears at quarterback and like the Cleveland Browns too like if I'm Caleb Williams and that's the number one pick I I think I can control that a little more than in years past like yeah I still yeah. might be good if I go to the Bears but if I don't want to go to the Bears they have more leverage have now. To. Like they have more leverage now. Yes, he does have leverage. He he because the NIL money, he doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, but the NIL money isn't what he's gonna make in the NFL. I mean, the NFL money is different. And yeah. so you want to start that clock as soon as you can. He does have some leverage in terms of you know picking where he wants to go, similar to Eli Manning, you know, when he didn't go, when he didn't said he didn't want to play for the Chargers and they end up making the trade and, and they get How baller was that looking back? Like, that was baller. That was I will baller. say this was that, dude. It worked. <laughs> There was a lot of talk when Joe Burrow was coming out about him not going to Cincinnati. And if you look at the Bengals and their history, they're not exactly minting franchise quarterbacks that are having Hall of Fame careers. So Joe Burrow is that dude if he's able to go to the Bengals and make them into a winner. 
That's how See, good he is. And that's I, what I'm saying about Caleb. Here, here, here's where I will have a, a, a heavy degree of pushback on that. <laughs> he got a number one wide receiver who he had bomb chemistry with in college and brought him to the NFL. And they were Bears able have to two first round thing. picks. Wait, who are we talking about, Browner? Can you? We talk about Joe Burrow. Okay, so he had two. So Jamar Chase and then T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, and I can't remember the tight end off the top of my head, but and they were head coaches and offensive guy who knew how to put the offense into Joe Burrow's hands and make him comfortable. Well, that, my argument is this, and this goes to the Patrick Mahomes situation. The Chicago Bears, Justin Fields alone, has had three offensive coordinators. He's and two head coaches. He's been in the NFL for three years. Mm -hmm. So when Patrick Mahomes got to the NFL, he didn't play right away. He sat behind Alex, Alex Smith, who is a darling of a man, who didn't go for Aaron Rodgers on him and make him feel like a stepchild and ask him about 9-11, he literally went out and helped him become a good quarterback. <laughs> he kind of so, always throw in stuff. So, so, hey, uh, well, okay. How many how many uh, coordinators has Justin Herbert had? Two, if I'm not mistaken. Since since college, I think he's had five different offense coordinators. Okay. I, I was well, thinking I, pro. I, let, well, look, look, let's not make excuses for Justin Fields. Either you're but, good or you're not good. Well, see, but, Either you play also, well or you don't oh, not play a, well. Not in Chicago. Not in Chicago. Your situation is good. It's, it's good. everybody else's fault. Look at, the, look, look at the weapons Justin Herbert had since the day he came into the league. Justin Fields has had none of that. And I'm, oh, I and like I, it. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not going to ride this horse for very Knocking long. Knocking Herbert. Herbert's not good. I like it. Yes, that's I what see, I'm doing. See what you make me do. talent around see what, him. See what they're trying to put me in position. See what's happening, Eric. You put well, yourself in these positions, yeah, dog. No. You the one talking about him. Let me yeah. say this. Let me say this. <laughs> Justin Fields now has a number one wide receiver. Look mm. at the production that they've had over the last two games when the offensive coordinator took his clipboard out of his butt. He's actually <laughs> coaching him to his skill set. And yeah. oh my God, look at what he's able to do. Justin Herbert has had the benefit of being able to throw to high-level A1 guys since the day he got into the league. I would use more of an example of look at what's happening in Jacksonville. His career almost got derailed mm -hmm. because they had uh, um, Urban, Meyer. Urban, Meyer. Urban Meyer down there, and yeah. he almost ruined Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. They got him out of there so quick, got a real offensive head coach in, in Peterson in there, and look at the difference that that has made. And so to me, it totally depends on where you go and the situation you're in. That's why I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be who he is today or even good. When he, you just enhanced he my Caleb Williams. Bears. You just enhanced my Caleb Williams argument like Listen, to the max. I'm not going to disagree with you. Coaching does matter, no doubt, in, in, in the league in terms of reaching that upper echelon of guys' yes. ability. But if guys are good, they, they should still play – competent to above average if they're that player and, I, and again i think i think joe barrel is an example of that zach zach taylor is a good coach but i wouldn't call him a top 10 coach in the league i wouldn't call him a top 10 offensive play caller in the league he just has a really good player he has a, okay, so a bunch of really good players that's a perfect segue to this next question that i got for you is that packers head coach a good coach because he looked like a genius with Aaron Rodgers. Now he looks mm -hmm. like a dud with Jordan Love. So which one is it? No, I think that's a fair question. You know, uh, Jordan Love obviously is a young a young player that's still learning, you know, the system, learning the game, hasn't played a lot of games. And so he's going to be up and down. And it's up to the offensive play caller to kind of protect 
that that player like Kyle Shan has done with quarterbacks that have a limited ability or ceiling. So when you look at LaFleur and and what's happening there, yeah, I definitely think it's it's fair to kind of question his his acumen as a as an offensive coordinator. So we're talking to Eric Williams from Fox Sports and Eric covers, you know, the NFC West, the AFC West been around our show for a really long time as a great friend. He covered the Seahawks. Then he came here and uh, covered the Chargers, covered the Rams, and uh, now really covers mostly the league. But um, Eric, you said something really interesting. You said um, you talked about great head coaches. You mentioned Kyle Shanahan. You mentioned uh, Andy Reid and you mentioned Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. Those were like names that came to the top of your head, right? Mm Because we were talking about Caleb Williams. What happens when you put a player with a coach? Yep. Is it possible two things that a Caleb Williams could possibly find himself in new England? Cause maybe they're just Ooh. that bad. Maybe new England's oh the worst team in football this year. And B is it possible that bill Belichick would, would be pushed out by Bob Kraft? I'm just thinking that maybe Belichick thinks I got one more run in me, but if we get the number one pick and we get this guy, Caleb Williams, in a year, we could turn this whole thing around and I could go out on top because right now it's looking like the player Brady was more the reason for the winning than the coach. Yeah, I definitely think it's possible that um, Belichick could either not be coaching New England next year or be coaching another team next year based on the performance of New England over the past two seasons and their struggles with getting Mac Jones to just be competent. At quarterback. I mean, we all know Belichick's uh, a defensive mind, one of the, the greatest defensive minds ever in the history of the game. You know, you have to give him his flowers. But since Brady has left, um, it's been a struggle for that franchise. And as you mentioned, if they have the number one overall pick, do you really trust Belichick to be the guy to get the most out of mm-hmm. somebody like Caleb Williams? I mean, right now you look at the track record, you're not feeling great about it. You know, maybe if the Raiders continue on the trajectory that they're they're headed. Maybe Josh McDaniels goes back to New England and then you feel better I mean, about it. <laughs> but I mean, Robert Kraft gave him full Robert. He earned the right for Bill Belichick to run the whole organization, sure. right? Like, sure, you earn the right, obviously. But when you look at since Brady left and you had a really good rookie season with Mac Jones under Josh McDaniels as your offensive coiner, he goes to Vegas mm-hmm. and then you bring in Matt Patricia. Matt yeah. Patricia. Yeah. And then and then when that is a disaster because he's a defensive coordinator who was a terrible head coach in Detroit and you're like what are you doing here? He goes back to the well again and he brings back the dude that nobody likes in Bill O'Brien. And now it's even more of a disaster this year with Bill O'Brien. Like so at some point when does Robert Kraft step in and be like, "Dude, you stop bringing in your dudes and think a little futuristic, a little modern football right now because Why? Like, he's what an you've old done. Guy. Why would he? But because he doesn't do offense. So can you bring somebody with offense? Because what you've done the last two years has been a disaster. Like at two, some point, Robert Kraft has got to realize what's happening in front of him. Yeah. Last word, Eric Williams. Yeah. Two things from my perspective on this issue is I think they need a general manager to help with yes. the selection of personnel and to kind of, uh, you know, be a go-between between Kraft and Belichick and to help him in securing talent. And then the other thing is, is I think it's going to be hard to get coaches to come there and coach New England because of the environment and the culture. And it's such a tough place to, to work, you know, under Belichick. It's going to be hard to get the kind of offensive mind that you would need to change that offense around and, the, and the, to help Mac Jones be uh, more successful. 
Um, hey, Eric, before you go, I'm just curious, um, since you saw the Cowboys last week, and I know you always have your eye on the Chargers, Monday Night Football, Cowboys and the Chargers. What do you think? Uh, Chargers coming off the bye. I think I like the the Chargers in this one. You know, obviously the Cowboys are going to be looking to kind of get back on track after, you know, just getting smacked like that up in San Francisco. But I think the Chargers having two weeks to prepare, uh, Kellen Moore facing his old team, you know, as the offensive coordinator of the Chargers, that should give them enough motivation. And they should have a game plan to come in and and, and I think win on both sides of the ball. So I like Chargers. Cowboys, mm. two and a half point favorites. That line's gone up. Ooh, by half on the point. road? On the road. Yep. Well, yep. Two, two more picks for Dak. Two more picks for Dak. I feel it. I don't think Bosa's playing, but I think Eckler's back. Well, yeah, Eckler said yeah. he's 99% back. As a matter of fact, we'll have that conversation coming up because I want to talk about two things. Is Eckler coming back, number one? And then just on a local level, um, I have no interest in the American League baseball playoffs, but I do want to talk about Bruce Bochy. Hey, Eric, it's great to be with you, man. We appreciate it. Um, where should everybody go to read all your stuff? Is it just foxsports.com or do you want them to go someplace more specific? Yeah, you can read my stuff at foxsports.com and then you can always find me on Twitter at Eric underscore D underscore Williams. It's a good thing we put it on the screen for everybody because like the underscore. Love an underscore. Came... I love yeah. an underscore. Love an underscore. <laughs> a lot of Eric Williams out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, have a great day, man. We appreciate you. All right. You too. Appreciate it. Take uh, care, man. All right. Hey, this segment with Eric Williams now, man, this is great. I love it, man. Uh, I just love that we go in many different directions, you know, and we're just talking NFL football. I think it's cool. Um, hey, this segment being brought to us by BetUS, BetUS.com, 1-800-MY-BETUS. And um, you can set up an account. If I can do it, you can do it, okay? And, uh, man, a lot of our listeners are telling me how they're winning big. So uh, be careful out there, all right? But good luck to you. And uh, we are coming back. I want to talk about this Austin Eckler thing. Coming right back. This is Cap. Hey, everybody. Halftime report here. A little update. I uh, want to mention a few of our sponsors. Alex, today is my understanding that Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life is driving from his offices in Carlsbad, his manufacturing plant in Carlsbad. This is where he makes all these Mushroom Life products. Okay, and the Mushroom Life products that you see Browner take every day, uh, this is the immunity shield. This is the uh, mood support, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I know some people that could use that. Um, yeah. Uh, mental energy. This one, this is the one that somebody sent me a message about the other day asking me because somebody's uh, mom has dementia and we're sending her love and you know who you are, but he's like, Hey, I wonder if that would help my mom at all. And so, I mean, all these products they're made right here in Carlsbad. And then you get this literature and you learn about what mushrooms have, what medicinal sort of, um, reputations, if you will, uh, lion's mane is one that's called the smart mushroom. And it's ideal for anyone seeking cognition, memory, and mood support. And so that's why this guy reached out to me. He's like, you know, mom's mm -hmm. got dementia. Maybe this would help her. So um, it is my understanding that Brett Weiss is driving probably his convertible Bronco down to you and Browner today in North Park. And then Word you on the guys, street. Yeah. And that you guys are going to sign those pit footballs. I know I'm, you don't. I know, you're not, I know you're not happy about that. Why don't you sign mm -hmm. as like Curtis Martin? You know, Ooh, or, or you know, or Kenny Pickett. It. Yes, right. Or Alex Van Pelt, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sign, like look up on on Google Alex Van Pelt signature and sign like yeah. that, dog. All right. Okay. Uh, Mushroom Life. You get 50% off your first order. Go to Mushroom Life. That's with a Y. Mushroom L Y F E. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Um, and hey, a shout out to my guy Gary Cooper. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. You're thinking about buying a house right now. You're like, I don't know. 
I mean, the prices are out of control. The interest rates are high. Why is now a good time? Talk to Gary about that because I'm not saying he's going to convince you, sell you, persuade you. He's just going to inform you, educate you. And you may go, you know what? He's right. I might as well just buy the house now because when the rates come down and my payments go down, it's going to be more comfortable, but the prices are going to keep going up and up and up. So talk to the pro 858-376-1299. Gary's about to celebrate his 20th year in business. And I'm telling you, he's been with us the entire 20 years. So as always, please support the sponsors. Okay. Hey, um, last thing. Hey, hello. Athletic Greens, AG1, take you every day, baby. Take it every day. Give it to my kids to take every day. And um, you ever eat really late at night and you're like, don't feel good and you don't, you kind of wish you hadn't eaten that? Take this. Now, this isn't what they tell me to tell you. I'm telling you, take this. You feel me? Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Sign up for a subscription. It's less than a cup of coffee a day. 75 vitamins, minerals, nutrients. Superfoods, probiotics. I think I just mentioned that. Athletic Greens, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's go. All right, everybody, what is up? It is Wednesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew, Grande and the Brown Man in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. To all of our radio listeners out there, glad you guys are here. Uh, listening on 1090 terrestrial radio, man, you get in your car, you turn it on, there it is. And you can count on it every day. We're there on 1090. And, uh, I know a lot of people still don't even know We're like, well, you guys are back on the radio. Yeah, we are. Um, I always tell people though, home base is YouTube. So go to Kaplan and crew on YouTube. Make sure you like subscribe, uh, get involved in our live YouTube chat. And that's really our home base audio podcasters. You guys are doing your own thing on your own time. And then, Hey, look at night, between 7 and 8 p.m., we are on television on Channel 4 San Diego for those of you that are in San Diego on Cox and Spectrum. But there's also an affiliate in Orange County, in L.A., and a, an affiliate in Santa Barbara. I know we got a lot of viewers up in Santa Barbara on Channel 4. So that's how you can find us, man. We're pretty much everywhere. Do the YouTube game. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Always you know, like. Always like. Yeah, I, had a, um, I was talking to a potential uh, partner. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of trying to do sales at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. we, always, we always joke about how there's only the three of us. I like that little scroll you had on the bottom. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Um, anyway, I was talking to a potential partner and this person was saying to me, she said, Hey, do you like break it out for me? So it's like, this is radio. This is TV. This is YouTube. This is audio podcast. This is your website. These are links. This is social media. I'm like, girl, one price, man, the whole kitchen sink. You know what I'm saying? I don't have I don't have the bandwidth. You hear that, Browner? I can get the bandwidth, mm. boy. Mm. I can get the I mean, bandwidth, boy, geez. to be breaking stuff out. You feel me, girl? Right. What? Not boy. you, her. Bandwidth. You and the word bandwidth is just like it's totally. It should be your middle name, Scott like bandwidth, bandwidth Kaplan. I like bandwidth. No, right? I think it's Scott doesn't have the bandwidth, Kaplan. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of bandwidth. You yeah. know? I mean, that's listen, all listen, I got. Listen, I, I have. I what have word somewhere. did you use before well, bandwidth? Time. Time was the word. <laughs> but now I don't have the bandwidth for it. You know what I mean? Like brain power. Right here, I'm holding in my hand right now an external hard drive. Hard drive. drive. Yes. I want to say I don't even know if this makes any sense, but I'll try and say it like I know what I'm talking about. I think this has like a terabyte. Does that sound like something smart yes. to say? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Does that sound like that's a lot? Is is a terabyte a lot of space? Yes. This one has okay. two. Okay. So I have this external hard drive, right? 
I plot. Oh, you got one too. Everybody's got one. I thought this you was better like have one. Oh, I thought <laughs> that I was totally unique. No, Dude, this is this is saving like, the show. You better have one. This is show three hundred to whatever one we're on today. Yeah, and then I have another one with everything before that. Okay, mm-hmm. dude, that's funny you say that because I have, um, I have these external hard drives. I've got like four of them. They've got the entire season one of Stable Wars. Mm-hmm. They've got, I think. Oh, I know all the old school Scott and Br TV shows. We, I don't know if you guys, if I've ever told you guys this or not, but Billy Ray and I. It was me. Billy Ray was, Billy Ray was so busy with other stuff back then. I created a TV show called Scott and BR TV and it was on channel Four San Diego and it was a low budget production pal. But I mean, it was me sounds, and a sounds guy, familiar. Yeah. Guy carrying a video camera, bro. Seriously. And, um, so but we three had guys basically, we, yeah, but we had amazing content. I mean, incredible content really. And, um, so, uh, so I have all the original stable Wars season one. I've got all the original Scott and BR TVs. I've got like Kaplan at night, which was a TV show that I had produced years ago with the union tribune. Um, and I've got them all on these hard drives. Well, I needed this hard drive because my computer would not download this thing and, and it needed more space. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like a brand new computer. It's got plenty of space. I had to use an external hard drive. This is my brain. Okay. My brain is like my computer. It's done. It has no memory left. So now I got to import extra brain power. That's an external hard drive. When I say I don't have bandwidth, I mean, I have no room inside this cabeza. Okay. For anything more. That's all I'm trying to say. Some guy sent me a message today. He goes, Hey, um, could you send me a sales proposal? I got a a client. They're based in Milwaukee. They moved stores into San Diego. I want to get, get them on the show. Can you send me a bio on yourself? Brian got the bandwidth. (laughs) <laughs> I get the bandwidth. I said, go to, go to Kaplan I think there's something there. I get the bandwidth mm, for you, bro. I think I got that bandwidth for you. What did you send me on our group chat earlier? Uh, what did I send you, you send on our me group a YouTube link for scan BR TV? Oh, okay. No, I thought I emailed that to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I found this, I actually just Googled it and found it. Yeah. So years ago we had this TV show. And again, I'd say very low budget and you say you understand. Yeah, things haven't changed so much. I remember one day we went to visit Bruce Bochy at his house in Poway. Oh, because and I dude, fast forwarded a little bit. Yeah. What happened? What'd Just you find? Not really sure what I was looking for. Yeah. Before we get to the Bochy stuff. Yeah. Browner, look at this screen grab. How times mm. have changed. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Bro. Wow. bro. Uh, yeah. for those of you that are watching, you're going to be loving this, but for those of you listening, so you know that I almost had upon to, a time, you know, that Sean Merriman and I almost came to blows one day and I don't want to hurt happy the man. everybody is. I don't want to hurt that man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I also didn't want to get completely killed and destroyed. Sure. Uh, when Merriman made his first pro bowl, Billy Ray and I showed up, we used to do this bit every week where we would uh, show up at chargers camp and we would mm-hmm. give away our like player of the week. And that one was with Sean Merriman. Likes you. We were given, yeah, everybody loved us back then. I mean, we were close. Um, Sean Merriman with a Scott and BR t-shirt. In fact, there's another one in there, Alex, where we were with, uh, what's the kid's name? He was a running back for the Chargers. Michael, no, not, this is, this. he backed up Ladanian. Um, Michael Turner, right? Michael Turner went to the Atlanta Falcons, right? Big, a big, big, Michael back. Turner. Right? Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And, and he had this like goatee thing. He had like this little cute goatee thing. And like mm -hmm. on camera, I'm like, yo, can I please just touch that and like just play with it just a little you bit? Would. It, wow. I, and it's on there. It's on that reel. Because I just <laughs> found that. I, I literally just found that on YouTube because I was looking up Bruce Bochy. And I found this video of when we went to see Bruce Bochy at his house. I have no idea. This has to be 2000. I'm telling he you. He looks like a young man, dude. Yeah, just play this right real quick. Right. So Tell we, me if you, can, way, you, you guys should be able to hear this. Okay, let's hear what happened. All right, let's go in. Let's see what happens. Hey, good hey, to see you. Good to see you. How Thanks you doing? Good. good. Glad to have you up here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, that was quite a bad. Wow. What? <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, here's what happened. Bochi opens the door at his house in Poway. And it's real windy. You can actually see his shirt is like being blown away. And dude, he had this like vase, this like expensive looking nice vase at the at the entryway of his house. And dude, the wind blew the vase and it hit the ground and broke the freaking thing all over the place. This is his house um, telling you to get out. Yeah. Get out. yeah I don't know what else out. happens. I don't know what happens after that. I don't know what happens after that. Me Let's see I what else. Watched it. You just sent it to me. I know. I haven't uh, watched it either. I mean, it's clean okay. for TV. Here we go. All right. Let's see what happens. What music is this? Free music. Yep, I'll tell you what it is. Cop copyright free. All right, whatever. Um, is this Cribs? Were you yeah. doing Cribs? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Oh, dude, I think oh. I called them home invasions. But yeah, I had an MTV Cribs thing going. I had Bochi. I I went to Merriman's house, dude. I went to Merriman's first house out in like Scripps Ranch. And I, I visited with Merriman in his house. This is back when we were we were tight. You feel me? So oh, um man, it is on the same episode too. Well, I think it's I think that whole that I think that's like it's a reel. I think it's like just the like highlights a, of this. A, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. look, here's here's whoa. Merriman. Look at Merriman. Look how young he is. Look at look how little he is, like a little kid. You guys were besties. No wonder dude, he was pissed at you. Dude, me and me and Merriman were besties. Look, got the, the lights out movie theater. This guy's yeah, like no 22 he years was, old. No wonder he was mad at you. guys were. I would have been mad at you close. too, man. I would have been mad at you. Now close, I know. Man. Yeah. Now I'm Team Merriman, dude. Team Lights Wow. You team Lights I didn't out? know he let you. I didn't know he let you to he let you into his home in his crib, dog. And you're over here bad mouthing him. I'm not bad mouthing man. him. You were. You did at the time. I ain't bad mouthing, yeah. dude. Yeah, you did. What did I say? Oh, clearly enough I, to get him pissed off. Enough at you. to get choked out at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He did almost kill me. Alex, I don't good know if you could. Too. That's, I don't, that is that's good. Could that's you honestly. possibly? Could you tweet that that link to that thing? That is that's funny stuff, man. There's some good content in there. Oh, you know what? There's a whole bunch of stuff in there with Drew Brees. Yeah. If you look at Drew Brees and you you just like rewind, dude, he's like 22 years old, 23 years old. I mean, like little. Now he's you know over 40. That's how long ago this stuff goes back. You should send that video to Merriman. Go see, man. Where did we go wrong? You should text him. I yeah, should. You should. You should text yeah. him. that link yeah. with the time code. Yeah. Like, yeah, look it. You let me in your home. How do you time code stuff when you send links from YouTube? Uh, that's too. That's too time. That's too hard to explain to you. Don't do it. You Don't just go it. to share, and then you go to the time that you want there to, you and then you, you hit that little start at button, and then see? it adds the code. And see, yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't have the bandwidth for that. See, there we go. Yeah, I got this. Go. I got the external hard drive, though. Go. I got this. You got the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So, hey, speaking of Bruce Bochy for a minute here, 
Um, can we like, can we stop and understand that this guy left the Padres, went to the San Francisco Giants, won three World Series titles, essentially retired from managing baseball teams, and then said, you know what, I think maybe I'd like to get back into it. And then Chris Young, the, the former, you know, uh, st you know, star pitcher for the Padres, the six foot 10 Princeton guy is the general manager of the Texas Rangers and Nick Hundley way to go. Nick, a former Padre catcher is the assistant general manager for the Rangers. And I don't know the details of how they convinced Bruce Bochy to become the Rangers manager comes out of retirement. It's year one of Bruce Bochy back on the bench, back in the dugout. And in year one, and I'm not saying they don't have great players and they didn't spend a lot of money. They have, I don't know what their payroll is, but they got stars. But man, Bruce Bochy has led the Texas Rangers in year one into the American League Championship Series. That, everybody, deserves us to kind of pump the brakes for a second. And let's just recognize how great of a manager Bruce Bochy is and will go down in history as. And I can remember the days, man, of Bochy. Me, Billy Ray, and Bochy were on that video monitor at Petco Park every night before every game, like announcing the promotional schedule. But the people would call us all the time and go, he doesn't have any fire. He doesn't motivate these guys. He's so, it's time for a change. Yeah, it was time for a change. All right. Bruce Bochy uh, has become a hall of famer since it was time for a change so, from leaving the Padres. I was curious because obviously in 2006, that was my first year in San Diego. I wasn't up to date as much with the Padres as obviously as I am now in 2006, Bruce mm -hmm. Bochy, finished first in 2005 and 2006 with the San Diego Padres mm -hmm. won the the NL West back-to-back -back years mm -hmm. and was what let go for free fired was this um, a was this a Marty Schottenheimer AJ Smith to, before well like, what, what how do you let that guy walk what was his last San year? Francisco but what was his last season so you mean the season that he won the um the division is was his last year yeah I don't remember exactly the details. Back-to-back -back divisions. Here's what I remember of that time, by the way. The Padres won the division titles because everybody else in the division was horrible. I mean, they were like barely a 500 team, and they were winning division titles. Well, they won, they won 88 and 74. Okay, so that was which year? 2006. Okay, what was 2005? 82 and 80. Yeah. So they were, they were the best team in the West, but the West was bad. The Dodgers had not yet gone on their roll. You right. Know, the this this Dodger role has been going for what 12 years? Probably more. Yeah. 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 So I, I just remember like I think that there was like some management change happening. I don't remember if if um Sandy Alderson was coming in. Do you guys know that name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe Sandy Alderson was coming in, or maybe Sandy was here already. I don't remember exactly why. Pretty but pretty pretty wild when you look back though, like I'm sure at the time people were probably upset and then he goes to division rival, but then he doesn't do good for a while. You know, San Francisco was obviously very patient with him going 71 and 90, 72 and 90, his third year. Mm -hmm. He finishes third in the NOS, but he did win 88 games. And then 2010 wins the NOS. So he was in his fourth year. It took him mm -hmm. to win the world series with the giants. But then in the next five years, he won three world series. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that that video, though, that you started the show with Bruce Bochy, if you go back to the beginning of that video and you just fast forward along the way, I saw people in there. Mark Sweeney. We brought Mark Sweeney into the broadcasting business. Seriously. 
I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying that we literally did that. Um, I saw Mark Sweeney in there. I think I saw LaDainian Tomlinson. Castillo. Luis Castillo, Drew Brees, um, Michael Turner. I'm just thinking about all the athletes that I saw. Oh, here's the Blue Angels. Dude, this, oh my God. This, we were, we had, oh Triple man. H. Rick, yeah, Triple H. By the way, uh, Ric Flair, you know, uh, there's just so much going on in these videos. We covered everything that was happening around San Diego. Oh, Is this was great. Donnie Edwards. Don, Donnie Edwards. We took him up to, uh, <laughs> to K1 up in Carlsbad. That was good. Look at us, man. Look how young we are. Billy Ray's still looking like leaning me. Oh, Breeze in his house having breakfast. That's Breeze's house. We're watching all this on YouTube. You guys should be on the YouTube show. Breeze doing the radio. Look at those interviews. TVs. Yeah. Oh, my TVs. God. Dude. Did you put a VHS under there? Dude, 17-inch Zeniths. Seriously. Ooh, nine of them. Money. Box TVs. And we're, you want we're in big money. Dude, we're oh in the studio, God. and I have a guy at, at Breeze's house. Breeze is on the phone. He's on the radio. And the only way to get it out on TV was to have this guy videotape him on the radio. He's walking around Saint his backyard Claudia. in a bathtub, in a bathrobe. Dude, I just like, for the record. Yeah. When 1090 shut down in 2019, mm -hmm. that center table was unchanged. That's true. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Straight That's up. That's like the buttons, the microphones, the arm stands, uh... the, the phone screen for the callers. Yeah. Nothing changed. The only thing right. that changed was the TVs. Yep. That's right, because Rob Pickard got these TVs, the ones that are hey, in my man. house right now. These TVs hey, right man. here were in the studio at 1090. They're still working. Mm -hmm. There's Breeze. There's Breeze. Uh, who else? We got? Stuff that we see Merriman. Yep. Michael yeah. Turner. This is where I grab Michael Turner's beard. I asked him if I you know, can touch it just one more time. God, I love it. Just weird. feel it. Try it out. Oh, it's a little weird, quite frankly. <laughs> well, congratulations, Michael. Right. Thank you. You know, one thing about Billy Ray, he really does look like a 1980s football player. Like yeah. to the T. Like if yeah. you looked up in the in the in the dictionary or whatever, like what does a 1980s football player look like? Mm -hmm. Billy Ray Smith pops up. Yeah, he's it, man. He's it. Six three, two fifty, and just looked like a a Texas guy who played his college ball at Arkansas. What else you got on that video? Let me take a look at. I'm, I'm scrolling through it. Hey, by the way, Browner, while Alex is scrolling, you know what time it is, don't you? You already know. I know what time it oh, is. Yeah, Lummer. Oh, dude. Oh, Sweeney so has hair. We, we sent Mark Sweeney. We sent Mark Sweeney to go up to Orange County to visit with Jeff Blum, who was the the you know shortstop utility guy for the Padres, and he had these triplet babies. And so we actually said to Sweeney, "Why don't you go do the interview?" Sweeney went to visit him, dude. This was I'm telling you, this was happening. How much on a, money did a, you guys have back then, dude? No money. This was happening on no money. I had on one sponsor trade? Toyota. I had one yeah. sponsor Toyota, and I pretty much got all that Toyota money and and paid Drew Brees that he would do this every week. I paid Drew, I want to say like 20 or 25 grand back then. You know? That's a good right. amount of money, though. Yeah. Uh, who else? What else we got on this uh, video here? This is the Sweeney Jeff Blum. God, Sweeney had hair. Oh, Kobe. dude. Kobe Bryant, dude. There's me and Kobe Browner. Should we listen to this interview? Oh, I know exactly what I said to him it's the other day. And she was saying that you will never, ever, ever be a player who's fined as far as the NBA dress code, because she says you dress like an Italian model. Is that how you would call it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fabulous compliment, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Now, we see the video of you walking um, with that big fur coat. What is that fur coat that you got? Which one? I don't know. They show When they talk about the dress code, and, they, and you watch it on ESPN, they say, here's Kobe, and he's got this gigantic lion on his back. What is? How many furs you got? I got, I got a few. Is fur something you really like? Yeah. You try to get Peter on my ass? 
No, I'm not trying to get peed on you. It's just like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, look at me. I'm like a six foot white Jewish guy. Right. You think that that would look good on me, or, or I mean, because I, I I came dressed, yeah, because I came dress coded tonight. You know, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But you know what? I, the furs, the furs are all right. The furs are all right. As long as I get the button up and the and the shoes, I'll be all right. All right. One quick thing. Uh, all right. This season, uh, looking forward to that. It? Had to be preseason. It was preseason. It was preseason. Okay. Uh, yeah, they would never let you ask that question in yeah. a regular season. Oh, no. That's the way. But Kobe would never. Kobe would never. I walked yeah. into the locker room at the sports arena, and he was sitting by himself. And I said, "Yo, man, can I talk to you?" And he would, dude, how great was he? You know, what you trying to get yeah. Pete on my ass? That's where I <laughs> met Kobe too at sport at at sports arena in, in preseason, and he was like, he wasn't playing, but he wasn't like the Mamba. You know, he was just yeah. Kobe. It was yeah. yeah. All right, Brown. It's time for a little mushroom life action. What do you say, man? You ready? Now, I hear oh, today that Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life, the owner, is going to be driving down to North Park today so he can take those pit footballs that he bought so that Browner and Alex can sign them. Then he's going to bring me the footballs. I'm going to sign them. And then Brett said, hey, for the first 10 people that ordered Mushroom Life, this was last Thursday, the first 10 people, I'll send you the football, I'll send you the Mushroom Life ball cap, and then I'll send you whatever you order because you get 50% off your first order. We sold those 10 like that, man. So Brett is nice. like a man. Of, he's a man of action. And he's like, I'm getting these footballs signed. And I'm getting them out to everybody. So Brown, I know he's coming down your way. What product did you just take? Sustained energy, sustained energy. And then after this, I'm going to hit the mental focus, but I got to get something to wash it down with. What is so. the sustained energy? What uh, mushroom do they say it comes from? Which uh, the sustained the, energy comes from some words I cannot pronounce. Okay. Uh, because I've seen, I, I read these, um, the literature that they send from Mushroom Life. And then you read about what are the mushrooms. Like they're, sometimes you go to a restaurant, they put in mushrooms. I don't know what kind of mushrooms they are, but they kind of explain to you what every mushroom is and then what the medicinal purposes are. So if you're thinking about like, hey, look, I take pills for sleep. I take pills for anxiety. I take pills for erectile dysfunction. I take pills for everything. There is a more holistic way to go. And uh, you should try them out. Mushroom Life. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. 50% off your first order. Okay. Is Austin Eckler coming back to the Chargers this week? I would like to talk about that. All right. Great friends. Hey, Wednesday afternoon, Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. You're just getting with us, man. We've had a, another one of these kind of interesting days around here. Uh, Eric Williams was on earlier, kind of got deep into some NFL football, which I really loved that conversation. Last segment, we this all happened because Bruce Bochy has led the Rangers to the American League Championship Series. Kind of got a little nostalgic and went back and found all this video of way back in the day when Billy Ray and I had a TV show called Scott and BR TV, and we went to Bochy's house. Bochy opens the front door. It's so windy in Poway, like this beautiful, expensive, antique vase fell and smashed into a thousand pieces. It was all my fault. Um, anyway, uh, we're just kind of, just kind of rolling today, but I want to get into this Austin Eckler story. Cause you guys know that as the president and the founder and a card carrying member of the charger hater club, you do know that Austin Eckler is my favorite player on the chargers for yes. multiple reasons. One, I love undrafted free agents. I love undrafted free agents who become stars, but I love undrafted free agents who become stars who then have opinions not guys who are like, I'm just happy to play in the NFL. And I was undrafted. And gosh, I'm so lucky. No, he became a star. And you know what? As a star, he expected to be paid like a star, not treated like an undrafted free agent when he's a star. So Austin Eckler is my favorite charger for so many reasons. But this year, 
to pretty much tell Dean Spanos, I'll play when I want to play. Okay. I'm underpaid by probably 40% based on the market. And if my toe hurts a little bit, I'm not Ouchie. playing. I'm not playing. Hey, listen. I'm a no-go. If, if, if I bit my fingernail and all of a sudden now I have a little boo-boo over here, I'm not playing. If I'm 110% and I like the game, and maybe if it's at home and if it's on national TV, then maybe I'll consider playing. But all these garbage Sunday afternoon only gets televised to 12% of the country stuff. I ain't playing in those games. I'm not I listen, I'm 40% underpaid. I'm going to play 40% less this year. Period. And I like that about Austin Eckler. So uh is he coming and back? Plus this his week? a possible future employer coming to town. Someone oh. that's not afraid to overspend on players. Oh. Someone who also whose running back is on franchise and he's not really performing the way he's supposed to. But guess what? I've led the league in touchdowns the past two seasons. The Cowboys can really use me, and I I, I would look good in white and navy and silver. Yeah, and you know what? I could bring a lot to the Dallas Cowboys. So we're playing the Cowboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're home. It's on national mm-hmm. TV. It's Monday Night mm-hmm. Football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I might play this week. I might play. Mm-hmm. What did What did Austin Eckler have to say? Pay attention to the way he phrased it and his face as he says it. Because I'm going to read into it as an objective observer when it's done. Am I back? I would say 99% chance. Okay. I was practicing before the bye week. We wanted to use the bye week to get back. And now, I mean, if you're not back and you're already practicing and you had the bye week and you have a whole week before the game and an extra day for Monday night football, it's like, okay, then what the heck's going on with you? So I think it's safe to say that AE30 is going to be out there in the field. What the heck's going on with you? I can't get away with it anymore. I probably have to have to come back. <laughs> I've, I've just given you a series of, you, you understand, I started practicing before the last game. Then we had to buy. Then we have yeah. the extra day because I'm on the football. So based yeah. on that amount of time, it's kind of like yeah. I, I don't really have a legit excuse I, anymore. I, I legitimately have to go out there. And if I get hurt on the first carry, that might be one thing. But I can't go out. I have to go out there now. Mm-hmm. I can't get away with this, this thing that I'm pulling right now. Right. Dude. Without it, being well, breach of contract, basically. If his yeah. next injury is a back injury do not be shocked because you can tell any any professional athlete will tell you just say your back hurts because it's too many muscles in the back for them to really find what an actual issue is because you've played football there's something back there they can't really tell you it doesn't hurt so when he announces he's got a back injury in a couple weeks yeah don't be shocked Man, when you look at what the Chargers have done while he's been gone during the run in the run game specifically against bad defenses, in theory bad defenses, because the Raiders were bad until they played the Chargers. Right. And the Vikings are just bad. They have been completely they were already almost one sided. Now they're just completely one sided on the offensive side. They have to have Justin Herbert throw the ball fifty to sixty times. But Justin Herbert was seen at practice or is uh, uh, seen at that um What's it called? Yeah, practice today. He's got a glove on. He's got a splint on. Like, so that left hand is that thing's broken. So, yeah, the Chargers are very for a team that has playoff aspirations. Let let's play with fire. They need Austin Eckler. Yes. They're if Jonathan Taylor can get paid, and the guy in front of him who was replacing him while he was out is third in the league in rushing. You can pay this guy. Just look at what Jonathan Taylor got. Give him something underneath that. 
Like he's like, come on. Like, he might want more doing? than what Jonathan Taylor got because he's done more. Like Jonathan Taylor had one year where he was true. excellent. Austin Eckler has been excellent since he's been the number one guy for the Chargers. I yeah. just I just find it hard to believe that if if you don't play, they definitely not gonna pay you. Dude, they're not gonna pay him because look, they just put so much money into Herbert. And Which they've they got had to. I understand. And that because you need a quarterback to win in the NFL, not a running back. Correct. That's why that whole running back controversy happened before the season where guys weren't getting paid. And that's why Jonathan Taylor hasn't played. And it's why Austin Eckler hasn't played, you know, because these guys think they're severely underpaid. And this is their sort of political protest between mm-hmm. between these two guys in particular, Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. But I love I love what you what you picked up on, Alex. It's like. Yeah, there's. I really can't do much more. I mean, in terms of hiding out, and also, you know, I'm a team guy, so I don't really want to let everybody down. But mm-hmm. I am making my my presence felt upstairs, and I am letting cheap ass Dean Spanos know. Look, you put money into a quarterback, you put mm-hmm. money into a couple of defensive ends. You guys mm-hmm. made a terrible mistake by putting a ton of money into a defensive back that just got traded for a bag of footballs. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you're when I'm, James got paid. Yeah, I'm your most consistent guy year in and you're on but this is the way the chargers generally Mike Williams do got paid and got hurt forget, again right right out for the season yeah so yeah. i mean this is the way they've always been it, it, and and the unfortunately for austin eckler the running back position has taken its financial hit and i just don't see any way where the chargers knowing them will ever pay this kid that kind I of money i think if you're if you are the chargers you know you have the luxury of saying well we don't really need austin eckler because we have justin herbert but if the last few weeks have proven anything, when you're lost to Tennessee and you're and you did not look good offensively against the Raiders and the Vikings, I think it's becoming pretty evident how much they desperately need that guy. I, I still, I still, honestly, just the same way we had this conversation yesterday about quarterbacks and teams having the courage to finally say, you know what, Daniel Jones isn't really that good. Why pay forty million dollars? Let's go draft mm-hmm. a guy. I would rather with a running back. I'd rather still see if I could find a, a guy or a committee that can do it for less than having a premier star, highly paid running back. They don't yeah. last. And I'd rather put my money into quarterback. And Austin, Eckler I feel for Austin Eckler. Just turned 28. So, okay. You know, I might, I'm wondering if I might see him tonight, Austin Eckler. Where? Uh, well, so, you know, tonight you guys remember last week we had on Dave Meltzer and mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer is a you know, lifelong San Diegan who has become a, uh, a viral business coach. And um, Dave's got this story, you know, went to law school, got into the uh, telecommunications biz, like the cell phone biz and made a crap ton of money and was living the high life and blew it all, lost it all, started to live too high of a high life and had investments in real estate and golf courses and stocks and everything, and literally lost this fortune that he created. And when I say fortune, I don't mean like 5 million bucks. I'm talking like a couple hundred million. And he lost it all. And, and he, this is in like the crash of 2008 and so on. He's rebuilt himself. He's now become an author. He's become a, you know, international business coach speaker. The guy is just kind of everywhere. And um, so he, Meltzer, Dave was on last week and I've known Dave forever. And he was a long time listener, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Eckler like tight. And I think, I think Eckler is like one of the players that Dave is mentoring so that as Austin will eventually transition from football to business, he's, you know, he knows what he's doing. Plus, I think he's also mentoring him on creating a brand for yourself now through social media. So I wonder if Eckler will be there tonight. I know Drew Brees is coming tonight. Here it is. This is, uh, I, I think there's a few seats remaining. 
Brown, are you coming tonight? I'm down. I'm down. I'm okay, down. Well, I know. Did Alex somebody said, send him the link. Yeah, I, I need that I, link. I didn't send him a link. Put, put, just put it back up on screen for one more second. So the, uh, you see Drew Brees on there. You see Dave Meltzer on the left. Uh, my friend Jeff Fenster on the right. Jeff Fenster is the founder of Everbowl, which is like the acai superfood oh, bowl. That sounds so good right now. Dude, it's, they're so good. They're, and it sounds so good right now. The product mm -hmm. is so good. The cost is right. And they've just blown up throughout San Diego. And then they went national. And now it's turned into a whole other business of like construction for fast food restaurants. So these guys, they're all on like the speaking tour now, you know, of, of how, how did I do it? What mistakes did I make? What kind of motivation can I lend to you, et cetera? These three guys are, are going to be, you know, talking tonight. When was the last time you talked to Drew? Um, the last time I talked to Drew was last, remember last year when your Vikings took on the Giants in the playoffs? Yes. Drew and his kids were at the game. Actually, I think Drew took like 10 kids to the game Got for it. his son's birthday. And I, I remember seeing him after the game and I go, um, what's the deal? He's like, oh, I got my son and all of his buddies. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, you going back to San Diego right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you got a seat for oh, me? Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get yeah, on his yeah. plane. Didn't happen. That's true. Yeah. And then pretty much about the next week. If, if I was going to say, I about the next week. That link. Okay. Well, about the next week, I um, I ran into Drew at the uh, Carmel Valley Viore store. Mm. I think he might have a piece of that action. We're supposed to have a piece of that action. We never, we never followed through on that. I know we never did. At all. Not that was pretty, we can, that was we pretty stupid. No, we can go anytime. Yeah. Um. I was wondering if you should text Drew that link with the timestamp of you at his home and be like, "Hey, see you tonight, bro." That's a good idea. A little, a little teaser, a little appetizer. Yeah. I could just text him and say, "Hey, man, I'm going to catch up to you tonight, buddy." Yeah. Shout I mean, out. he's. I think he became an investor in Everbowl. Drew's got money everywhere. I mean, when you had the kind of when you made the kind of money Drew did. Um, Drew has done a very, very good job of spreading money around and investing in all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. down in, in, uh, I want to say Texas and in Louisiana, he's got this, um, this, uh, like a sports bar concept, which is, I think it's called walk-ons, which apparently is killing it. And I think he's got a lot of Jimmy John's. I think he's into mm -hmm. that. He's into Everbowl a lot. And so, um, can yeah, we get got... Finley on soon? Because I need answers about this new golf league that looks like it's all happening inside a top golf like a virtual well, top golf isn't it like tiger woods and rory mcelroy yeah. that are they're having like a simulation yeah. golf league yes and then like i'm seeing like alex morgan is part owner of a team oh wow i'm seeing like all these things come out and i want i want to know what it is like so it what it looks like it's like top golf technology but indoors like virtual mm -hmm. like they're, they're hitting into a screen i think yeah anyways i have questions all right let's get jason finley on he's got answers and I want to play links at Petco this weekend. Okay. Well, then, you know, he's going to blame me. He's going to be like, I know how this works. What do you need from me? You put me on the show. Like, I don't need anything, but, you know, Grande wants to play the links at, at Petco. But I also am very curious about is Top Golf involved in that league? That seems very interesting to me. That okay. seems very like pro gaming. Like, that's the kind of crowd they're going for, I feel like. And if you have all these celebrities that back teams, I don't know. I feel like it could do something. I really do. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm interested as well. I am. I am. Um, can we do this? Can we get to a highlight of the day? Can we get that. I know it's a little early, but I'd love to get to it kind of early because I have some other things I'd like to get to and we'll see how much time we yes. still have. Yes. Okay. Highlight of the day. Ready? Yeah. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. All right. Highlight of the day brought to you by Tori and California Lizics. Charlie will be on tomorrow. Officially confirmed. Okay. Charlie okay. will be on tomorrow. We'll get more info on Tori and California Holistics. Promo code amazing. Charlie is the CMO, the chief marketing officer at Tori Holistics. I wanted to get him on because um, if you remember, 
Last time he was on, he was so excited about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think we've had him on, I don't recall, since the Rodgers injury. Um, and uh, then one day he's telling us this story about how he's into boxing. But then he mentioned something to me in email about his band in this new album they've got. I'm like, bro, what's going on with you? He's like, well, it's too too late to be a pro boxer, but I think I can still be a rock star. So mm -hmm. I, don't know, I was like, come promote your stuff. Nice. That's that's what partnerships for. Coming on tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Last night in Las Vegas, the defending reigning Stanley Cup champions, Las Vegas Knights, opened their season. Uh, I can't wait to go to a Las Vegas Knights game. I've always wanted to go. Haven't been. But did you guys see the way they unveiled their championship banner? I did not. In the most Vegas way possible, Mark Davis, he would love to play this slot machine because they had a, a fake slot machine that they <laughs> put on the ice that came up with three Stanley Cup uh, trophies on the slot as the banner was risen to the roof of the T-Mobile Center. Dude, they do such a great job. So good, man. They, they have turned hockey into, like, las vegas style hockey mm -hmm. and they've turned it into a show and hey this is our residence here in vegas and every yeah. night we're gonna put on the best show we pop i mean listen these guys should be playing in the sphere they will i guarantee you they will before it's over oh dude dana white has already said like his number one goal is to do a ufc he wants mexican independence day next year to be in the sphere yeah could you imagine if like the sphere was just here's the ring oh, down man. here, but the whole inside yeah. is, is like a giant broadcast. Dude, speaking oh, of, did you guys see Mark Zuckerberg's? I think it's called X Stadium. No. Oh god. So it's dude, Browner, I think you'll love it because you are a VR guy, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because so, so, I saw his new goggles, those new like meta goggles, right. they look like sunglasses, but like all you have to do is like, I don't know, kind of think of something or say something, yeah. and then all the info pops up on your sunglasses. So basically, I don't, I don't, maybe it's not called X Stadium, but well, how would he call it X Stadium? He's meta. He no, he owns whatever. X, but he does because he owns X as a trademark yeah. and Mark and uh, Elon Musk does not. Huh. So I find the put, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Didn't know that. Well, whatever it's called. A lot of people didn't. I saw it on, on TikTok. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. But basically, it's like a VR thing where Facebook or meta will install court side cameras because he has he has two things lined up for nba games mm -hmm. and for and for mixed martial arts he will install 4k cameras courtside like where kevin harlan sits mm -hmm. and you put your vr on and you'll be able to sit courtside to watch so games i have way. i have Sick. done this i have done this the second time that they did it it it's got some work it's got, it's got some work. work yeah it's got some work but the concept idea is revolutionary yeah this is this is why i bought the uh vr system to begin with because mm -hmm. i saw that on the commercial and i was like no way so i, yeah. I paid 300 bucks and then another additional like 45 bucks for the for for the second time that they did this mm -hmm. and it was cool but it left me uh it left me wanting more features and more options yeah. but i think they watch will you can watch NBA, WNBA, G League on X Stadium and Meta Horizon Worlds. Hmm. So that's what you say. And then now he's going to do it for UFC. He doesn't have UFC, but whatever other like Pro Fight League or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you, if you go on the UFC app, they have cage side cameras that you'll be able to do that now for like. And it's basically like. 
they're trying to replicate the sphere, but in your homes, you can yeah. right. all around. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like um I just recently saw like a press conference, not, not a press conference, like a presentation that that Zuckerberg had done to his staff. Uh, I mean, all these employees. Right. And he was telling them, like, here's what's next. Kind of like um, like a Steve Jobs kind of a speech, yeah. you know, and and he was showing the, that you were wearing these sunglasses. I'm telling you. And then you just say something like, um, for example, you're walking in downtown San Diego. OK. And you're like, hey, what's that building? And then in your sunglasses pops up like information about Especially what that building and is. sunglasses. Like kinda, Google Maps. Kind of. I. Yeah. By the way, I have I have the pretty much the very basic version of those sunglasses with the camera in them. Well, those are those have, Ray-Bans you got. Right. But those are, that's metal. Oh, you're talking oh, about, I didn't know that. remember the old Google glass that came out? Those yeah. are terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. You look like a Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah. Like, but I think that's what they're going for. Right. So the sunglasses that I have, they, they uh, are partnered with meta. And so you can speak to them and they will uh, basically have, a, they have a Siri in them now. And so they just they have everything but the visual in the glasses like Google Glass. So, yeah, dude, they're going to get there. They're going to get there. It's just a matter of time and, and how the technology works because they can now put everything on the – I don't know what these things are called on the side of the sunglasses, but the technology is basically in the sides that you put around your ears. Mm -hmm. That's where the sound is. That's where the, the microphone is. And so what they do with the lenses is the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that courtside thing to be legit because that dude me neither that when i saw the presentation on tiktok i was like say what I <laughs> that <would> looks <laughs> sick dude that looks would, so dude, sick <laughs> i would pay i would pay 50 bucks a month just to have a subscription to watch any yeah. game i wanted to like that because it feels real yeah 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 i know my my i have a friend who has these vr goggles and he um have I ever told you guys he tells me try these things on right so I put these VR goggles on. And he's like, okay, I'm going to give you some content to look at right now. And dude, it's a scene from like a porn. And there's like 20 oh, naked man. women. I swear to you, dude. It's like 20 naked women. I knew you know? were going here. No, it's, I didn't know. Like, I, I literally did not know. Yeah. He told me, he's like, you got to see this for yourself. And so I was like, oh, oh, this is awesome. Dude, you the know? porn industry is like the tech leader for all this stuff. Every really? time, like, oh, really? yes, every time, like oh, they're the know. ones that like pushed forward. Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. Blu-ray, and then Blu-ray, yeah. like it was the yeah. biggest yeah. fight. The biggest fight over what was going to go forward was which format would porn yeah. choose to put their their work on. It was Blu-ray or HD DVD, wow. and that's how Blu-ray won. And, and, and Blu -ray that's why won. you don't see HD no. DVD anymore. <laughs> well, that listen, all I know is I had these these. Uh, <laughs> These All goggles. I know is I want one now. Yeah, they had these goggles, and I was I was living in a world I don't usually get to live in, the metaverse. They got Dude. naked chicks. Yeah, lots of them. So, yeah. All right. Hey, listen, um, for everybody who's tuning in on radio, I want you to stick around, okay, because we got a lot more that we're going to get to, a lot of football talk we're going to jump into, a lot of baseball stuff we want to uh, talk about. You know, this Bruce Bochy leading the, uh, the Rangers to the American League Championship Series. We'll get to all of that. Uh, so, Radio listeners, stay right where you are. All the podcasters and YouTubers, come on over. Let's get uncensored from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Plenty more to get to. Podcasters, uncensored. Let's go. All right, mofos, let's get uncensored here. All right. What'd you say? 
You could say motherfuckers. I know I can say motherfuckers, but I just was working my way into it. <laughs> okay. Warming up. Yeah, it started with mofos. <laughs> got yeah. it. Uh, so, Brown, are you going to come out tonight or you got, you know, you got kids to take care of? Talk to me. I'm talking. I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, argument about that right now. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll make it, but I'll let you Networking, know. Networking. It, it, it's for work. You have to. Yeah. It's going to be close. You also could like just just do me the favor of letting me know if you are or are not making it, because I want to make sure that with Dave okay. and his team, you know, they've they've got, you know, this is a believe it or not. I know this sounds a little crazy. Um, these dinners cost a lot of money um, and, you know, people will pay a lot of money to go see Drew Brees and Dave Meltzer and Jeff Fenster speak. I mean, Jeff Fenster has recently had his freaking face plastered all over Times Square with this podcast that he does. Guys, if I sh you guys have got to see this podcast studio that Jeff has built in his headquarters uh, for Everbowl. I'm talking like a multi-million dollar ESPN caliber television studio. So he can sit there and interview interesting people and then distribute content all over the world. And bro, he's got to, I'm telling you, life gigantic Times Square, my boy Jeff with his podcast. So there's a big, it's kind of a big event tonight, you know? I might go to Everbowl for lunch. Uh, what would you get? That sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'm I pretty basic the, with my acai yeah. bowl. Mm -hmm. A little acai, peanut butter. Yeah. Honey, granola. Yep. Bananas. Ton of strawberries. Yeah. Ton of bananas. Blueberries. Blueberries. Yep. I don't like coconut shreds. Mm -hmm. I do. I don't. I don't like uh, the fact that they, they want to charge you more for that stuff, you know? Yeah. They charge it's you fun. like a dollar or two extra for peanut butter. I'm like, didn't that just be like a standard? You know, you know, when you go to Chipotle, it's like rice and beans. It's like okay. acai and peanut butter. No, no. I'll give you a better example. You ready? Okay. You mm -hmm. ever go into a taco shop, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're going to go to the salsa bar. Yes. And they've got hot carrots. Yes. Sliced hot carrots, right? Yeah. Like nobody's saying to you, hey, for that plastic bag of carrots that you just took, that's mm -hmm. going to cost you $3. They mm -hmm. just keep bringing the carrots out for you. Right. And the jalapenos. Right. Like, so I don't onions, understand why coconut cilantro. should not be part of that whole deal. I don't know. I don't. Is it because of the effort that it takes to get the coconut? I don't know. I got to make a video. I got to make a video. I don't, I, don't, I want, I got to flame somebody. And I can't do it here because this is a you gotta put your, for that. You got to put your bitmoji up. Yeah, I got to put, put my bit. I got to put my bitmoji up. I got to flame. I got to flame somebody, man. I, I just. Who's it going to be? Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yeah. my God. Yo, please. Keep, keep my wife's name out your Bruh, damn mouth. Can nah, we not nah, keep nah, my yeah. wife's name out your damn Bruh, mouth? Nah, What'd she do? She, she, I guess she wrote a book. And now she's saying that her and Will Smith have been separated and living separate lives since 2016. Oh, and keep I, my wife's name out your damn bro, mouth. Just you want to talk like, about people that are addicted to this limelight? Man, bro. Man, I cannot I can't understand it. Like you are you are you were married to one of the most popular men on the planet. Like, just because your career failed, like don't drag his down talking about your marriage with him, because that's the only thing people want to see you do. Dude, like, I can't uh, I, I this is this goes Will. back to the this goes back to the Aaron Rodgers thing we talked about in the exclusive, like it fascinates me how people are invested in other people's personal life. Like blows like, my mind. It blows my freaking like the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. How many people, fuck? millions of people millions. tuned into football because they care about who Taylor Swift is dating. That's fucking mm -hmm. mind blowing to me. It's crazy. My man. wife stopped listening to Bad Bunny because he's dating a fucking Jenner and she just did not vibe with that at all.
Like my sister, same thing. I'm like, who gives a fuck? His album's coming out on Friday, and Bad Bunny's right. album's gonna be fucking fire. I guarantee it. Like you're not gonna listen to it because he's kissing one of the Jenners. Like it, yeah. is the is the shit hot? Out of beats banger. Yeah. Will you get up and dance? Will you hear this yeah. shit at a club or in your yeah. car? Yeah. Will you stay in your goddamn car yeah. until the song all- is over? Well, like, what the fuck? And well, Jada I'll did a whole this. show about how she cheated on Will Smith around a red table. Fucking like, show, bro. Dude, <laughs> dude, I have not. I I do not get down with Will Smith anymore because of what he did to Chris Rock. Yeah. So, like, I never get jiggy. No longer. No jig. Yeah. Bruh, but see, Will like Smith. that's something different than like being invested in his personal life. That's something that he did that was just not cool, like right. publicly, publicly, yeah, publicly. Oh, right, okay. right. So it's not like I'm involved in his personal nah, life. Okay. He no, but if you told it. me, if you told me I don't like get jiggy with it because of who he's dating, <laughs> I'd be like, really, that's, dude? Yeah, fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> dude, the, the one thing I will say about Will Smith, he fucked up when he didn't just run off with Margot Robbie like he was supposed to. That's what, what that he should have done. <laughs> Come on, man. You listen, you're not really you're not really, you know, buckled into that level of information. No, nope. Will Smith and Margot Robbie had a thing. They did a movie God's together. Like, who's Margot Robbie? Yeah, I gotta look her up. I'm looking her up right now. She's Barbie. And Margot, dude. And Margot Robbie and Will Smith had a thing. And Will Smith didn't continue that thing because of the, the Speaking of perception of him and Jada Pickett Smith. He should have dumped her her drama-filled ass back then, ran off with Margot Robbie, but he didn't want that smoke. When people oh, said you left a black woman for a white woman, he didn't want that smoke. He didn't want mm-hmm. that smoke. Now look I at. I thought it. it was okay though, because she has money. Well, you said listen, I ain't. You said I ain't never. I ain't never dated people. a broke white woman. No, <laughs> listen. You said the people, the women, black culture would have gone after Will Smith for leaving a quote unquote strong black woman. Well, now he don't have to. She, she yeah. left him. She left him. Time for passed though. Time, time passed, bro. Time for time to put Ali and Barbie together. Did you ever watch Barbie? No, I've not seen it. Because mm, you've made a real stance. That I'm never going to watch it. So I was no, curious. I, no, no, no. It wasn't that I wasn't going to watch it. It was that I a I wasn't going to go to a theater and watch it. Hold your and ground. B I wasn't going to be getting all dressed up to go see it. And then you made a declaration that you're never going to watch Barbie because you, you of literally it. said guess that. what? Guess what? Haven't seen it. No, I was asking. I'm not like attacking. No, I'm no, asking I'm not, a question. No, I haven't seen it. And well, I hold guess, the line, motherfucker. Guess, hold the guess, line. I am a hold the line, motherfucker. I am a motherfucking <laughs> line holding motherfucker. It's true. All right, all right, These we got to go. Tuesday, Let's Wednesday shows, man. Let's just replay just them the rest fun. of the week. We've so we've fun. we've just we just. I'm tired after the last Tuesday. Dude, I, I love these shows, man. <laughs> I love these shows. You don't even understand. I love these shows. I got up this morning and I, my mind was racing because I'll tell you guys really quickly. So we we had a sponsor that used to be on the show, maybe coming back, and um, I haven't heard from these guys in a long time, and I was super pissed when they left because they had a smoking deal. And I got a message from Alex yesterday, and I got a message from one of our listeners yesterday. And they're using um, our st- our content to advertise now, mm-hmm. and they don't advertise with us anymore. So they're not mm-hmm. paid partners anymore, and they're using the content that we created. And I was pissed, and like I was in bed, just rolling around, going, "I don't, I'm so pissed." Because more than more than doing that, the guy who was the advertiser, he was pissed because he was in the same category as a previous advertiser and they were doing it. So I had to get a lawyer involved and cease and desist letters and all these, you know, th- I, it costs a lot of money to deal with this nonsense. And these, this guy's doing the exact same shit to me that these other guys did. And so I, <laughs> so I've kind of done a little setup here today. I sent him an email. I go, Hey, how you guys doing? Wanted to catch back up. Wanted to see if now's a good time to re-engage about, you know, our deal that we had and you know, going forward. And I expect him to come back to me and go, no, no, not interested. And I'm going to go back to them and go, then fucking quit using my shit, mm. bitch. 
You know what I'm saying? So I was like, so I woke up this morning, like, and, and I, and, but, but these hours that we spend together are like my favorite hours of the day. They really are. So uh, thanks everybody. Support our sponsors. We're back tomorrow. Much love. Peace out. See you Thursday. For support.